Hey babies, we are back. It's Malik and I have Aaron. Yo yo yiggity. <laughs> I have my baby Trey. Hey Trey. Hi y'all. And I have Stevie. What's up Stevie? Hey y'all, what's up? And we are back again for another week. Um I'll let we've have so much going on, so I'll let uh Trey start. What's 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 going on? Damn, bitch! Why you make me start? I'm the youngest is always supposed to go last. Um, that is. Um, I mean, what did we do? We went. Oh my god, I have so many. Now I have to think about it. She ready. Um, so I watched such a beautiful wedding. What was it? Yesterday? What was it? It was. It was Saturday. Seven in the morning. Saturday morning. Okay, it was beautiful, right? Prince Harry and the Duchess of Sussex. Woo woo! Ah, the Queen! Yeah. The new lady in okay. Uh-huh. Okay, so one, I had a whole bunch of like notes for my own wedding because <laughs> it was inspirational. I need Stand By Me to be playing. <laughs> um,. And I need a choir, but I need that exact choir because I need that um okay. the the um the director, and I need all the twists and two strands and all that. I need all the crochet braids, and I need all I need the color scheme too. Yeah. Um, what else do I need? Um, I need my mama to be wearing that same color that Megan's mama was wearing. That green was that cut, green no, green. and I need my mama to get a nose ring too, cause she already got the um the dreads. She already had the dreads. I just need the nose ring. And then what else? I need my man to look at me and tell me I look amazing and wonderful and and play and twiddle with his thumbs in my hand. Um, what else do I need? I need the, need a lot of things, I need the celloist. Um, Megan, I need a loan <laughs> for the, the diamonds you had, sis. And what else? I just, it was just such a beautiful moment and wedding and just everything about it was just it beautiful. Was, it was a surprisingly black ceremony, like black ceremony. And I was not, I don't think, well, had, had regarding the wedding pr- proceedings, had they discussed that before? Because I didn't know I that don't, was going to happen. Honestly, I don't think so because um, everyone's like reaction across Twitter, like with the hashtag and everything was like surprise. Yeah. And, you know, a pleasant surprise. I, I mean, I was going to watch this shit anyway. But, like, when they broke out with that, I was like, oh, bitch. Oh, it's real out here. I was so excited. And, like Trey said, I mean, you know, when Harry 
murmured to her that you look you look amazing. Like I just that was cute. I it made my heart swell, and mm-hmm. she's like, I'm so. And he's he's in love with her. Yeah. Like you can tell, and I just love it so much. And I. I mean, there's lots of jokes about like, oh, get you a man who looks at, but I really want a man who looks at me like that. Like, it was mm-hmm. literally, she, well, first of all, I want to say like the mother was, there was like, it, I mean, obviously I didn't go to the, I'm not, I wasn't physically there, but the mother just seemed so at peace and like so happy and proud of her daughter. And like, I mean, there was one point, like she didn't move at, at all during the ceremony. Like her, she was literally looking at her daughter the entire time. And um, I don't know, like, it's just, I think, it's a lot going on in the world, but it was just nice to kind of like step away from all that we have going on in our lives to just like celebrate someone getting married and a black girl, like a, a princess, like think of all the little girls who grow up and want to be a princess. And she's like literally doing so much good that she just doesn't even know. So I'm like really happy. Um, but one point that I, I was watching it um, video wise, like the shots were beautiful, mm-hmm. but there was one shot in particular where it was just Megan you could see Megan, she was in the forefront of the camera, but her mother was just in the background. And it just looked, it just felt like, it was just like your mother just watching you get married and just and just happy for you. And then they did the same with Harry and his father, which was just so beautiful. Um, I was just really in love with the way, and you know, I was excited. You know, I love me, the Queen Elizabeth and all them. I'll be watching The Crown daily. I was keying at the uh, this news commentary, obviously, you know, the whole situation always turns into like a racial thing. And they were saying how just like this was the first time that just white people even saw like black people um, like seeing like that like we were they were singing gospel music um and they were like kind of gagging and you could literally see the reactions throughout like as you said throughout like the the um the crowd and like there was for the, some people that was probably their first time being around black people like <laughs> and i mean like that's so sad to admit but it's the truth i think um, yeah, so Don Lemon was talking about some things about how, like, you know, um, you know, she's like, when people see me in the streets, sometimes they say, hey, sometimes they don't. But, like, UK, like, we always see, like, white people, but they're, like, you know, the UK has, like, a diverse population and black people do exist. And one thing that I hate is that, like, it's just, like, white people are, like, waking up to people of color being on this earth and we've always been here, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, like, it sucks that, you know... It takes like a royal wedding in order for this to like happen. But it was a beautiful ceremony and we love our black princess. <laughs> oh, and I got one shout out for the little black choir boy who was in the front. I saw you. You were singing on high notes like you was Mariah. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you and the notes you had to learn to be able to be at that moment. You trained and you deserved it. Also, shouts out to the cellist. Um, Shout out to the cellist. Okay. His name was uh, Sheku. I'm pretty sure that's his first name. I'm not uh, entirely sure of his last name. I apologize, babe. But you were amazing. Um, and I was so, so happy to see you do your thing. You were playing that thing. And I live. So. And one... Wait. Did y'all know about his family, though? Like, they're amazing mm-hmm. music- musicians. I just found that out. Like, I was reading up on them. Yeah. Like his sister, he posted something, I guess, recently about his sister, and her, she was playing the piano, and it was amazing. Oh, that's her sister. Mm. And I was just like, oh. Oh my God. And I, we're just all over the place. But shout out to Priyanka because, bitch, she's been eating since the Met Gala. And, girl, 
she first of all like you know um quantico is like the show that she's on and you know unfortunately it's been canceled it's been canceled but like you know she's letting the girls know she's here and like priyanka at the the met gala she had one of the best looks and going to this wedding bitch she stepped out (laughs) who also stepped out my girl serena Serena. she stepped out Ah. she let you girls know with the braids bitch yes oh my god i was so here for that and Mama O, oh. Mama, Auntie O, she came. And you know who else? Amal uh, Clooney. Oh, yeah. Okay. Amal. Her dress I love was her. gorgeous. Wait, wait. I got another one. Uh-oh. But you can go. I can I? Yeah, bitch, my last one is my sister, my girl, Posh Spice. Oh, bitch. Yes, Posh. Victoria motherfucking Becca. Come on out, First of all, that is my... my um. My spirit animal. Come on out. That was you um, when you was growing up the Spice Girls. Oh, yeah, was I posh. was posh always. I'm still I posh. Um, even in here, I'm posh. Um, and first oh, off, she came in her own design. Let's be clear here. A, a, a she Victoria said a Victoria Beckham. Beckham. Bitch, I'm a stunt in my own shit. Original. And her man was looking uh, her fine. Her man look good as fuck, yeah. bitch. Bitch, uh, if I could switch places, she just... I just feel like she's always at the best events. Mm-hmm. She don't do nothing real problematic, except mm-hmm. for when she was earlier, when she was rocking rock, rock aware and okay. shit. Oh, my God. But, like, oh my God. Remember that ad? Oh. I mean, David had a do rag on when he met the, um, the the king one time. So, I mean, we I'll forgive that shit. That was early 2000s. There was a lot of mistakes. Um, but she always did at the best events. Her man is always good looking. She always looks good, and she just uh, she she do nice. She's nice to people. Like it's just I love Posh. I just also want to make a random comment and say that um, Harry and David Beckham are probably the two finest white men on this planet, and like Hugh Jackman, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got a list, bitch. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I got a list too. But like, no, um, I like I don't know. I think that. What what I've seen expressed on Twitter, which I actually shared, was that you know I think we all thought that Prince William was gonna be the fine one. Oh, no, he wasn't. It's all yeah, and, but like, and then he got older, and you know, he got bald. yeah. I mean, no, he's a wonderful father, and he's a great guy. You know, all that, great but gal. great guy. You know, Beautiful Prince gals. Harry stepped in. You know, what I'm saying like. And he stepped his shit up, and he's that man one. is fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he I swag, and I don't ever say the word swag. That, uh-huh. I, that Saturday, yesterday after I went, like after I went to the wedding, girl, Bob. <laughs> okay. You would, after you I after there. I saw, and I went, I went to the village to meet a friend for lunch, and um, it was crazy because I saw like four ginger boys like on my way, and I was just like, but I mean, you know, what's up? Y'all trying to, what's you know, up? y'all trying to what's mega up? market it up? What's you know up, what I'm saying? What's like what's I was up? feeling it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was cracking up, but yeah, no, that man is fine, and I'm, I'm just, I'm happy and a little jealous. Mm-hmm. So I want to give a big shout out, and um, we attended Moby Fest um, this week. Uh, they had an amazing uh, festival uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, um, and it was just empowering uh, men of color specifically. Um, and we just want to say thank you. Uh, the festival was amazing. Um, we saw so many people out, uh, supporting each other, supporting us. Um, and I also want to shout out Laquan and his, uh, partner, Matthew. Yeah, shout out to them. Um, they took some amazing, um, pictures of us and we were also in a documentary, uh, just because, um, Laquan was featured, 
uh, one of the artists featured at Moby Fest. And um, it was just great to collaborate with him and um, his boyfriend. And they were they were amazing. Mm-hmm. Good vibes. Yeah, I really enjoyed myself. Y'all know I don't go out. Um, and y'all bitches was a lot. But I liked it. And it was fun. I had, I'm I had, glad you had a good time. I had fun times with Aaron. And, you know, I don't often say that. Well, we, we connected and we bonded on like a really spiritual level. We let y'all do that. That was cute. Because let, I'm gonna give some inside tea because we were told to show up at six o'clock. Here she go. And the late bitches, who's always late, showed up Bitch, way after late. six o'clock. Okay. And okay. the two people that have, I have social anxiety. So yeah. for me, I go. can't be by myself without my bitches. Uh-huh. In strange places. Uh-huh. And these bitches is out here. Well, I'm going to be here at six. I six t- come up and the bitch ain't here. Luckily, I, I had Aaron to lean on. You, he was standing by me. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, and, Aaron. <sighs> y'all know I, I was almost in tears because of these bitches <laughs> being late. Okay. But I did have a really fun time. Um, Malik was cutting up. Um... Aaron was halfway drunk. Stevie was in cutting his up. Te- yeah, cutting, cutting up like up. always. Showing I ain't have out. another way to put it because you always cutting up. Always cutting up, baby. Um, and I had a really fun time. It was a really great event. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. It was fantastic. Um, the love we received was amazing. Uh, it was really, really cool to be recognized as him and people to tell us that they listen to the show and that they love it. Like it always blows my mind every mm-hmm. time that people are listening. Ooh, so. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for the love. I had a fantastic time. Laquan, Matthew, you guys are amazing. Um, and, oh, I want to take one second to highlight the return of Misha. Misha. I don't my know girl. if y'all know, but my bitch, here, my bitch Malik, you know, mm-hmm. she was known by another name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um her house name was and Misha. She her seat right and now. She, she popped up. out. You know what I'm saying? She mm-hmm. popped out. You know, Vogue down a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, the saw the Vogue film. <laughs> what they say, the Vogue film popped out. Yes, you know. <laughs> and I was here for it. You know, I, I look forward to <laughs> many instances of that happening I, again. Baby, we gonna post the video uh, yeah. in future. So y'all keep an eye out because Misha is returning. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was a beautiful event. Um. I had a really good time with everyone. I'm glad again that we all got recognized for us doing what we're doing and touching certain people and people that are listening to us are really, really getting into what we're getting into. And we're not just the norm podcast that everyone listens to with the hot topics and everything. We really got something to say. So that people that are taking that in and loving that is very, very good. Um, we had a ball. <laughs> Look, bitch, you always, <laughs> the girls, let them know that we're not that typical <laughs> podcast. We're the girls who Damn. actually have something to say, mamas. That's it. Damn. Um, and they I, come for me all the time. Uh-uh, baby. You just gotta let the girls know. I think that um, we, um, we as a group, him podcast, we often talk about just, you know, building a safe space. And definitely Moby is working on creating safe spaces, not only for queer men of color, but just queer men in general. I mean, um, just men, men of color in general. So it was just nice to, you know, go into an environment and be respected and be able to have fun and let your hair down. And um, we saw, uh, like I said, it was it was a lot of our people who listen and, and, and people that we look up to and admire. And um, we're really building a community. And it, it, it's uh, between like Slay TV, Moby, Moby, um, and the various podcasts, like it, we're really building a community, and that's what it felt like last night. So again, um, thank you, Moby. Thank you for having us. We enjoyed ourselves, and thank you, Laquan and Matt. Um, 
But yeah, we're about to get into the good, good, good stuff. Um, this is so random. You know, I always gotta mm-hmm. switch it up. Mm-hmm. So I was up on Twitter at like four in the morning, and um, I love the day and age that we live in now because everything like has a term or has a name or whatever. But long story short, this guy was talking about savage culture and the idea that savage culture is this belief or ideology that you know fuck everybody you don't care you're out to like hurt that person or whatever whatever and um i just kind of like what what what's your thoughts like i think that dating is we always talk about like just having sex and dating within the community and i think that like with the idea of you know i'm going to be out to get you before you get me it just it it creates this like an atmosphere that, you know, we can't love each other and respect each other, so. Wait, so. Yep, it's called Savage Culture. Wait, no, I so. I blame Rihanna. What? <laughs> right. No, 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 so like, what, so it means that in dating, I'm about to, what does he mean? I'm about to get you before you get me. I'm about to break your heart before you break mine? Basically, yeah, like, you know, I don't give a fuck about your feelings. I don't give a fuck about your time. My way or the highway type thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, And so, it's. Literally, I blame Rihanna for getting these butch queens to be thinking like this. But <laughs> yes, there is a thing called savage culture. And yeah, there's a difference between like, you know, looking out for you and, you know, what I'm saying not wanting to be involved and, you know, just, you know, having fun, you know, blah, blah, blah and actively being yeah, out to yeah. hurt somebody's feelings like. These girls doing too much. I, I I never understand. Like I don't I don't get stuff like that. Why would you do Why that? You That's do so that stupid to me. I wish a motherfucker would. Now let me give some context because I don't think it's like you're in a relationship and then oh, they no, no, no. steal mm-hmm. your they they stole a dollar and you out here shooting them in the foot. Even okay, some girls will do that. Yeah. Don't do that. What I what I think some it's mostly is that. is um you in a relationship they do you real wrong and dirty like they they mess with your best friend or, or your yes. mama or something like that cuz i heard mama. some stories not your and mama. <laughs> um you end up like bitch then i did not tell you i was a motherfucking <laughs> savage and you sleep with their best friend like it's one of them type of things now i don't advocate and i'm not for it like that yeah. don't think i'm saying like go ahead bitch if he sleep with your mama like why sleep with his use best a, friend use the mama use a different example please leave the mamas out girl it's no shade well i'm just I'm, i know what it's my analogy <laughs> Blame Maury. Like, which? Okay. I don't know. Well, what I this is how I see savage culture to me is like cutting people off and not giving them chances. Like, oh, I do that. <laughs> but that's not savagery. That's I, like, you, you know, the time and place. No, well, I think that it could be taken overboard. I think that, you know, keep in mind that like everybody's love life is different. Uh-huh. But I think that after a while, like, when I was younger, like you do, you do one thing to me, you do one th- wrong cut thing. Cut these niggas off because I felt like you know I'm 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 situation. I'm cutting it off. But literally, like now, I'm at an age where like okay, I'm going to take it back to my personal space and I'm going to decide like you know how I'm going to handle this. But I don't think that like I think savage culture is also like <laughs> something like well, keep in mind that you know it's older niggas that do that. But like that's a very childish mentality. Like why keep that way? No shade, but like for me, like if I have you in my life and you've done me wrong, why would I keep revisiting it? Mm-hmm. And by having you in my life still, oh, no, that's that's something totally different. different. Though. Mm-hmm. Like I again, I think that's I mean, no one's being a savage for no reason. Like no, people walking around like they're literally bitch, are. cut you off, Girl. bitch, 
cut you off. Like we was friends yesterday, but cut you off, bitch. Like no, like I can't imagine, imagine. people walking around like I was friends with Tasha yesterday. But you know, it'd be fun. Let me cut that bitch off. Did like nobody. No, the thing about it is, there are girls that, that do that. Though. There are girls that. Well, those that's that's a, that's a childish mentality. Then, and honestly, I want to say that one point in time, I was that girl because I was I would cut people off and not give second chances to none of the girls. But like you, you saying that, that that's not possible. It's possible, girl. There are people who just be like, boom, I'm done. I'm moving on. I'm in the picture with the next bitch. It, people do that all the time. Oh uh, well, my cut off is once you've done me dirty to the. 10th to the 100th it extreme, on the situation, right? then I'm cut you. Like, I want to, not let me say done dirty because I feel like we all, we, we do things that each other doesn't like all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't cut y'all off over we around forever, a lot girl. of the shit. We around forever, girl. <laughs> y'all, y'all like, y'all like, please, I can't get away from y'all. Uh, but, no, she didn't. I mean, it's certain people that I've have cut off, not cut off, but <laughs> I have removed like, a certain amount of energy from my life just because it's a hassle and bitch it was fun when we was 15 but it ain't fun no more okay. like i'm not living that life no more mm-hmm. this is just another way for people to be apathetic or an excuse for people to be you know just like non-caring and that whole deal is just it, it really doesn't make any sense to me um now it doesn't make any sense to me. Let me amend that yeah, because um, I definitely, you know, I was one of the girls that was like, I don't give a fuck. You know, I don't bitches. care about nothing. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying that's true for everyone, but it's like over time, it's like, you know, it's not a bad thing to care. It's not a bad thing to um, to care about somebody, to want to be with somebody, to have feelings for somebody. And I think this is all a way to not get hurt. That and 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 what I tell a lot of people is that you're not you're not special in that you're not gonna get hurt. Everybody gets hurt, baby, and it ha- it happens. And she- the thing about it is that you and it's hard to to get to this level, but you have to be open to the fact that you might get hurt. It's a fifty fifty chance, you know what I'm saying? Every relationship, every hookup, everything is one big honk and leap of faith, and you have to take it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you, but you have to know. That either you're gonna fly or you're gonna fall, and yeah. it, one of those is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Once you get used to the idea that you know you're gonna get hurt in life, yeah. then you'll be more open to take like chances and you know what have you. People get hurt once, twice, three times, especially in a row, and it's like they're like, nah, I'm done. fuck it from now on. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to end in the, the savage culture. I'm about to break these niggas' hearts for they break uh-huh. mine. I don't give a fuck, and it's like all I think all that is hiding is like hurt, a deep well of hurt, yeah. and you need to heal that. Face it, you know what I'm saying. As another way to be apathetic, another way to be under the rug, another way to not deal with the things that have hurt you. And it's like that you're not creating a positive individual. I would stay. I would steer clear of people like that. Mm-hmm. If you express those types of, you know, whatever, because like that bleeds into different areas of your life. You might think that, oh, okay, I'm savage, but I still got my bitches that I care about. And it's like, nah, because if you are here treating people like that, it's like mm-hmm. it's only a matter of time before you turn on me. So. um and you gotta see, you, you know, I still clear people like uh-huh. that. Um, of course, I didn't know about this before, yeah. like today, but it, I would still clear, still clear people like that. Yeah. It just is, it, no, I'm saying like I didn't know that it was like it had a name and it was, it was, there was a culture behind it. That's a lyric. No, but the thing is, I'm, I think that's what I think he said. Where I'm from, 
Where I'm from, I've been hearing about people being savages since we was in middle school. I guess it's, oh, well, where you come Bitch, from? Bitch, you's a savage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Johnny over there, he a savage. Like, I ain't fucking with Johnny. Don't be fucking with Johnny. You may end up in a wild situation. He's savage. Mm-hmm. That's the type of shit. I've heard that all my life. Uh, as have I, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> as have I. Bitch. That's my girl. What I'm, what I'm trying to say is that I haven't, I haven't heard it expressed Woo. in... Like this very specific, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, oh yeah, he, oh he's a savage. He just be, you know, whatever. And now it's like, no, I savage culture. I'm a savage. I'm about to do this. I'm about to do that. It's like it's become a thing in and of itself. That is what I'm talking about. Yes, exactly. That is what I'm referring to. We're gonna teach the girls because now the girls are gonna hear this and they're gonna learn. There you go. I just Mm -hmm. what what Mm -hmm. needs to happen is that we have to one take responsibility for our own actions and that needs to go in every direction. And then two, we have to accept the fact that we're going to get hurt. That life is not this like rose colored party, you know, where, and no matter how kind or caring or, you know, whatever you are, it's going to happen. Like, and that sucks. That's a terrible thing to have to realize and accept, but it is, you have to accept that. And then once you're able to get there, then you're better able to heal from it when you do get hurt. There we go. And if you heal, you're not out here hurting other people because that old saying, hurt people, hurt, hurt people, people, is yeah. 100% true. And you can hide it behind a wall of, of apathy if you want to, mm-hmm. but we know the truth. So it's better for you to just face it. Come on. And just piggybacking off of your hurt people, hurt people, um, a lot of the times when I am upset or mad at something, it's not initially at the person. It's, mm-hmm. it's more things that I haven't, dealt with in the past that are resurfacing with this person so again i think that we just need to really you know you have to sit down and ask yourself questions and direct questions um just because we need to pinpoint where the healing needs to start because you like i said generally we are people of experience and sometimes the person that you're with isn't the one who caused the pain most of the time no shade (laughs) and um you know uh i just want to make it clear that like you know we're all human you know i'm i'm human and even though I say these things, it doesn't mean that I don't fall short of the very goals that I put out and, you know, saying that you should care and you shouldn't act out and you shouldn't react and, you know, what have you. I, I, I've fallen short of those things before myself. But the key is to continue to um, keep the mindset that you're going to do better and, you know, then you will do better. You know what I'm saying? Like you're going to make mistakes, but and you're going to fall, but you have to get back up and keep, keep going. going. Yep. Um, don't just sit in it. So. All right. Well, that was cute. We're going to go to a quick break. Y'all go use the bathroom, get your drink, get your apple juice, get your henny, whatever you're drinking. And we will be right back. Hey, babies, it's Aaron and you're listening to him. Make sure to follow us all on Twitter because, you know, we love having followers and we're just as foolish there as we are here. Malik is Cosmic Cocaine underscore. Me, I'm Life Through Glasses, Life T-H-R-U Glasses. Trey is Trey X Parker. And Stevie is Stevie So Fetch underscore. Check us out. Hey, we are back. I hope you enjoyed that break. 
So I wanted to get it. This has been a really, um, I guess you could say hot topic. I think it's a fool. But um, someone tweeted, this is the key. Like basically if you're like a size 32, if you're bigger than a size 32, you're not allowed to wear floral prints and, you know, whatever, whatever. And I just thought that we had to have a discussion on body positivity and just like I really want to disband this whole like girl, if you're not skinnier than 32, uh, size 32, then you ain't shit. Cause like girl, that's not, that's not what we're, we're, what we're about. So yeah, like did y'all see that tweet on Twitter? I sure did. And I follow that girl too. Oh, mm, Yeah. It, I don't. I, I honestly thought the tweet was really, really, really harmful because you gotta listen. To, you gotta think about it. Not everyone's gonna be that size, and you shouldn't have to listen to what people are saying when you want to put something on. Bitch, if I buy it, I'm putting it on. I don't give a fuck who likes it, who doesn't like it. He and honestly, he didn't even see anything wrong with it. He's living in it like, oh well, it's my opinion. No, girl, you gotta remember that you're gonna hurt people with certain certain things that you say. He was just going off the Richter, like, oh well, bitch, if you don't like it, you, girl, no. People read themselves when they say stuff like, it's <laughs> yeah. my opinion, because the definition of opinion is a statement or view that is not necessarily based in fact. Here we go. So when you're saying that's my opinion, you're basically saying that what you're saying has no foundation. So mm -hmm. it's like, I mean, fine. If you want to defend something ignorant that you said with that's my opinion, then go right ahead, girl. But understand that you, you sound just as dumb as you did when you made that original statement. Mm -hmm. um, that being said, that tweet was stupid. I, I scrolled past it, but I mean, my, my timeline was interacting with yeah. it. So um, I saw it again and again. And, um, you know, uh, how Twitter reacts to things that are ignorant is always hilarious okay. and amazing to me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there are people out here, there, in under the tweet, there are a lot of replies with those who had waist sizes bigger than 32 in their floral prints. Put your shit you on. Know, you know, people were changing on. their names mm -hmm. on Twitter to like different like variations of that sentence. Mm -hmm. And, there were girls like they were going to shop specifically for floral pants like for the summer. I love it. Like that you know, I love how um I love how Twitter, uh especially black Twitter, uh makes things into you know, they they're able to take a, a harmful or ignorant thing and make it something that's empowering and I love that. Um body positivity is something that's skirted around, I think, a lot with uh the LGBT community. Uh we talk about it on a surface level, but I don't think we really go deeper with it. Um for gay black men it's like that whole muscle gay thing mm -hmm. um that's actually rising in prevalence um the more people that are working out and gaining bodies it's like Jesus. you know when you were you know more slim and then you work out and you gain a body it's like you immediately turn to down the people or demean mm -hmm. the people that are yeah, no. you know skinnier than you are and then of course there's the whole um fat gay thing um and i mean that exists along with the you know fat femme but it's like it's grouped together most of the time. So we don't really talk about um, actually having a positive view of your own body um, in like gay culture. So, um, so first off, I'm, I'm, I'm brushing past that damn tweet. Cause who gives a fuck? Mm -hmm. um, if they made it in your size, bitch, you wear it. Put okay. And if they make it when you got the coins, bitch, Wait, you like wear it too. If you spent okay? your money, come on. Because they make it when you get the coins. Okay. But um, for me, <laughs> um, I think I've dealt with body positivity just because I think um, it's not because of the community or the culture. But I think from my family, I think we all are not 
uh, we we we're not skinny. Like mm-hmm. we're we were thick people. Um, we we had assets, Classic. and when I mean assets, I mean ass. Ass. Um, <laughs> and I remember my mama when we was in when I was a kid. I couldn't wear certain pants because she would be like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, that ass, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> She'd just be like, "That butt." She was like, um, I, I, "Yo, them, them pants is all. It was always just up at the rear. The pants be fine everywhere else, but you just the ass, ass. is too big and you can't do it too much. So for me, like I think my whole family, we were like, ugh, we just not as small as everybody else. Like we would just we would work out. We would we would oh." We, you going on this diet this week or you going on this juice cleanse this week. And, um, I think once I've gotten comfortable with, um, I'm not skinny and I haven't been skinny since I was two. Um, and I'm always going to have this body. Um, there's things that of course you're going to want to fix. You want to get more out, you want to get more out there and, and stuff like that. And you want to fix certain parts. But for me, I think, um, I, well, I always, I know I'm always saying to you guys, well, bitch, I ain't the smallest one of you hoes, so you need to give me some space. <laughs> like, we was at Moby Fest and that water closet, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it was like an astronaut's um, think tank. Like, I couldn't do it. Like, I, I would, I'm not, first off, I'm not big, like, but I'm not the smallest human being. Right. And so, for me, I walked, I tried to open the, the, the door and then my just the the motion of my body turned on the um the air dryer, and then my other motion of my other hip turned on the the flush of the toilet. So it was just a a working experience. But um aside from that, I just think that um once you've gained comfortability within yourself, I think you brush off most of that shit that's talked about. Um, like for me, like I'm I haven't been a size thirty two since, bitch. 10th grade okay um and so i didn't give a fuck because bitch if they make it at my size then bitch i'm aware of it so at this point who gives a fuck like you only saying that because you're scared of what you look like um and at this point bitch you you telling me tell me your size because i want to know now since you since you got your degree in fashion Okay, I think that like a lot of things that are said or tweeted on Twitter are maybe not real. Like, I don't think that person really thinks that. Like, I really think he was just trolling. But the fact that you were ignorant enough to like tweet it still says like a lot about your personality. And just... and, and the fact that he defended it afterwards, yeah, afterwards when people <laughs> not even people didn't even at first. I think people didn't even say they were just like, hey, like, that's not. That's kind of offensive. Yeah. And he was like, and so, you know, blah, blah, blah. Ran, so then it was like, all right, well, now, you know what I'm saying, you, you, you will be handled the way that you're handled. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't really, uh, I, I don't participate in too many of the discussions surrounding body positivity, um, mostly because there is, you know, the way that skinny folk are viewed, um, it's difficult to kind of speak up because, you know, you're very quickly like people say, oh, no, like, I don't want to hear what you got to say because, yeah, yeah. you know, you're you're beautiful or you're, you know, you got the body that everyone wants and, you know, what have you. Um, and I'm aware of the privilege that comes with, you know, my body type, uh, especially within the gay community. And I use that privilege um, as best I can to defend those yeah. and uplift those that are beneath me on the privileged ladder. Um, I think that it's, you know, 
I don't want to put too big of a spotlight on how skinny folk are treated um, because it's not anywhere near, you know, the same level of negativity and systematic, you know, yeah. oppression that has been put on those that are bigger. Um, but skinny folk are treated like sideways. Um, one of my friends, uh, Jordan, he's the the suburban thug on um, on. on Twitter. He uh, he said a, a few things that, you know, I identify with. He's like, you know, being skinny, it's like people think that, oh, okay, since you already have, quote unquote, the perfect body, people treat you in an obscene way. Yeah. They comment on your body and all of your features in super detail. You know, they think it's full. They think it's fine because, oh, they think you're attractive. So it's like, it's okay for me to talk about you wherever way I want. Right. Like, um, you know, and it's like, it goes beyond like objectifying. Cause it's like, okay, fine. You know, you think I'm attractive. That's fine. I mean, I'm not mad about yeah. that, but it's like, it goes beyond that. It's like you analyze every single thing about how I look and you know, whatever. And it's as, it's as if I don't have insecurities. It's as if I haven't had to get over it. Like, I mean, I used to never wear, like, shorts, you know, because I didn't want to have my legs out. I would wear, um, I still kind of have an aversion to, like, V-necks because it's like having my collarbone out was, you know, like, I don't like, you know, and it just, it it seemed weird to me to have all that out. I didn't like having my neck out um, because I felt like my neck was too skinny. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, people, like, at first, it was like, oh, you know, eat a hamburger, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, okay, you know, over time. But then, you know, there was a point where people were telling me that I was anorexic and that, you know, I was unhealthy. Maybe I should go, like, to a doctor and, you know, what have you. And I was like, I'm, you know, for my body mass index is correct. Everything's fine. You know, the doctor is, like, not to say that I haven't gone, like, hey, what's wrong with me? Right. You know, the, the doctor has certified that I'm okay. the weight that I need to be. All you know, whatever. Everything. And it's just like, you I know, my checkup. it's so harmful, Yo. you know, to to say things like that to anybody, whether they be bigger or smaller. Like, um, whatever you think about that person, they're aware of their body. They're aware of how they look. They're aware of all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and um, you don't have to remind them. You don't have to say something like, oh, in case you didn't know you're fat or, hey, in case you didn't know you're a little too skinny or, hey, you're a little overweight or maybe you shouldn't eat that or maybe you should eat that. You know what I'm saying? Like, these comments are unnecessary because the person that you're making them to, they're aware of their body. They've had it their whole life. They don't need you to comment on it. You know what I'm saying? And And words can hurt. Yeah, you know what? And and, and like, looks can hurt. And it's like, Stop making people um, like zoo animals. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Whether it be online or in person, um, you get in a tight cluster and you talk about that person that just walked by because of their weight or you know what have you, and then you're pointing at them and whispering and you know whatever. And then that it connects to that whole nobody's gonna beat my ass thing. So it's like I can say whatever I want to say because nobody's gonna beat my ass. And it's like, but you don't think about the fact that you're hurting somebody. You know what I'm saying? And it's like it's cool for you to talk about people that are bigger that aren't your friends. But what about your friends that are bigger? You know what I'm saying? It's like oh, okay, I can talk about you know that girl. I can call her fat, but. You know what I'm saying? If anybody call my girl, like, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, you're, these comments are destructive in every direction. So you have to think about your word. I say this a lot on Twitter. Think about your words and what they mean. You know what I'm saying? Think about what you say before you say it, because the implications are so much more important than what's on the surface. And uh, you're damaging people. You know what I'm saying? Like, suicide rates, you know, uh, uh, among gay folk are still high. Very much so. Um, and it's like, it's it's related to how we are perceived 
And it's like you're contributing to these things. So you need to chill out. I um I'm from the South and actually I've been surrounded by big black women all my life. So <laughs> me being skinny, I'm actually the ugly duckling of my family because like, you know, I'm around big bonded people. Um, I mean, my dad, I get my size from my dad, but like, you know, my mother's family, everybody big. Um, and when I say her, like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody big. And like, so I, I think that like how I, how I view bodies and spaces now, it, it's totally affect, has been affected by like society and, you know, just culture. But, um, um, I always talk about reading Hunger by Roxane Gay, and it's a memoir about her body. Um, if you've read any of her work, she's uh, super morbidly obese. Um, and she's, she's weighed almost 600 pounds. At, at one point of her life, she was 600 pounds or close to it. And, um, just one thing that I want to talk about body positivity, it's like, Body positivity is not only about the body, but it's the space that the person uses. Um, and in order to feel confident about your body, you have to be confident about the space that your body takes up, you know, um, and, 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 is in, and is in. So um, I just like I think that it's a fool like the, the gay community. It is the way that it is. But, you know, we we know that there is a hierarchy um, when it comes to bodies, but that's just something that I want to disband because there's beauty in so many, you know, in different body types. And I look at Aaron, and even though Aaron is skinny, he's hella tall, but I'm short. And then, like, I see that, you know, you and Tr you and Trey have very similar body types, but we, we all have very different body types, you know? And I like it. Just, just when you think about sexual identity, we 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 also need to to take the spectrum with like the way we represent each uh the way we represent in the community and i think that you know we need to start highlighting all different body types and if you're not a muscle head it's okay everybody doesn't have the discipline to go and to eat right and like if that's something that you don't want to do you don't have to do it but i think that with body positivity you want to be mentally healthy and you want to be physically healthy and i think that's what body positivity is um yeah, so um, we're going to go ahead and move on to uh, the jam of the week. Come on, come on. Okay, because you know this is my motherfucking section. So, Stevie, bitch, what's your jam of the week, ho? Uh, you said this is your section, girl. I, I you know, so okay. I'm going to call you hoes out. Oh, okay, call us out. Um, so, my jam of the week is from the show Star. Um, it's a song that I, the group uh, in Star is called Take Three. So, the song is uh, You Don't Know Me. Um, it's a really, really cute little bop. They actually did like a video shoot in the um, in the episode that is on YouTube and everything. And I'm a huge fan of Star, so that's my jam of the week. Okay, Malik. Um, <laughs> I don't know if y'all know these girl, this girl, but um, she's a oh, this is like an old, really old album. But her name is Jazzy. Um, she's from Florida, but she actually has a, a few mixtapes out. But um, this is this is an album, and the song is called Ticket. And it's about basically you rushing home to get some good dick and then you get pulled over and you get a ticket because you're on the way to that dick because you're driving fast. But yeah, it's okay. called Ticket. And I like her vocals. It's very like she's very 90s R&B brandy, like, you know, T. So I love her album. Yeah. Aaron. Yo, um, my song of the week is Fix You by Coldplay. Um, I absolutely adore that song. Um I think the story behind it is that it was written for a friend whose loved one had died from cancer, I think. Don't quote me. But that really makes the lyrics so much more um, beautiful. Um, and I really want you guys to listen to it. It's it's amazing. 
Okay, it's my turn. Um, my song, sorry, my song of the week, my jam of the week is Twice by Christina Aguilera. Okay. Um, I know I, I've been really binging Christina, Miss mm-hmm. Xtina. That's because she's um, but no, she has her new album coming out, Liberation, and the song she's been putting out. While at first I could not get into Accelerate, mm-hmm. I actually really like that song. Like it really gets me like in the mood. But Twice is just beautiful and raw and stripped down and just, um, just a just the, the the lyric. Just if I had a chance to do it all again, I wouldn't think twice. twice. I I just do that shit no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I, I I just love the song. I just love the raw vocals, um, the harmonies, everything. So that's my jam of the week. Uh, before we leave, any um, final check-ins, final thoughts, you know? Anybody? No? Shout out to Moby Fest again. Okay. Shout out to Moby yeah, Fest for Moby. having us. Shout out to y'all. Thanks for having us. Okay. It was fab. It was fab. Um, why the fuck does Nintendo Switch have those whack ass colors for the Joy Cons? Okay, go ahead. Somebody please. Like, why can't they come in the old nasty forest green? You know, like fab yellow. Oh my god. Okay. Like these fucking neon colors be pissing me the fuck off. Oh my god. Forest green and a neon yellow. No, I'm saying no, no. Like with the two, you know, whatever. So, Nintendo, get it the fuck together if you're listening. And I just want to shout out my boyfriend. He brought me a present back from Japan. Yeah. Oh, and it's bitch, the bye. Cutest, oh, it's the cutest, like, little, like, I complained about my lips getting black from smoking. Mm-hmm. And he bought, he purchased me, like, a little cigarette extender so, like, I can put my blunt. But it's, like, you know, it has, like, it's gold and it's, like, really cute. So, yeah, he got okay. it from Japan. I, I love you. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Okay, so my out. last thing is I'm still gagging that uh, all of us bitches, I ain't. This <laughs> Malik, Malik has still a got a man. And I'm not, I'm surprised. I'm Malik not. seemed like, Malik, you know what Malik reminds, gave me when I first met him? I just was like, that's Samantha. Yeah. And I'm the original single girl. <laughs> yeah, that's the single girl. And we gonna have this show, and it's gonna come times when we all got mans, and Malik just gonna be like, "Well, bitch, I went on a date last week, mm-hmm. and the dick was not that good, mm-hmm. but no, bitch, the man got a man, yes. and so now I'm like, <laughs> my girl, <laughs> my girl. bitch, how did this happen? Six months strong, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that girl. But um, uh-huh. you know, like we always say, you catch us every motherfucking Wednesday, every motherfucking Wednesday, bitch. That was like my pips. Uh-huh. I felt like Gladys. Yo. Um, and we love y'all. Bye-bye. Yeah, baby. Get up, 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 get up,
Yeah. What? This is the Ladies came up.